You've tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. My name is Oliver Queen. My name is Barry Allen. You're blind, but you see so much. Everything we've been doing, it all leads here. Suit up. Jim Gordon, GCPD. I hear good things about you, Counselor. Harvey Dent. Likewise, about you, Detective. You think you know me, but I've never been more than what each of you has created. <laughs> Just look at the flowers. Welcome back for another episode of Televised Heroics, everyone. It has been two weeks, two, you know, giant-filled episode weeks since the last time we talked, the last time we recorded, Daniel. I know. Um, and that's all because of a con. That's so, because of sorry. a con. But, you know, don't breeze over it. Let's hear it. Let's hear about your the fun time that you had at Kamehameha Con. Kamehameha Kamehameha Con. There you go. I don't watch Dragon Ball. I don't know what's going on here. Just, I'll teach you how to say it over Phoenix Comic Fest weekend. Fine. Fair enough. So, what happened at Kamehameha Con? Uh, met a couple of voice actors uh, pretty much. Uh, we made history, and this whole event just, just, just I don't know, uh, the fanboy in me was just, you know, fanboying, fangirling out the entire time. Um, the con itself made history. They managed to gather all three Vegetas. So they got the Canadian voice actor, the American voice actor, and the Japanese voice actor for, for Vegeta. That's impressive. And that, I mean, it's been the first time it's ever happened. Um, they also set another record. Um, it's So it's pretty much uh, the first all of Dragon Ball Con in uh, all of North America. Um, and it's been the, play, uh, the first convention where they managed to get just about all the cast members from the show. Uh, there were 17 cast members there. Wow. So did they just do one giant panel or did they do... Several panels. They had several different panels. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so it's pretty much um, really informative, uh, just learning how the show's progressed uh, through through the years and then how the uh, recording studio and how technology has improved as well and, you know, how that's helped out with the show and, you know, what they had to work with before. Um, I guess before, back in the 90s, they didn't have the Japanese dub with, you know, subtitles for uh, for the show. So they only have the Spanish version of the show, and that's what they were working off of. <laughs> that, now, that's really interesting. Yeah. Or they would get the tapes, and the tapes wouldn't have any dialogue, so they would just see the characters' mouth laps, and that's pretty much all they had oh. to work with. Well, I mean, it's a good thing that it's gotten better over time. Yeah. Um, but definitely... You know, if it gets picked up for an for another year, I'll go. I'll be there next year to support the con. That's awesome. So, uh, speaking of not to cut you off, but speaking of being picked up and canceled, last week was a whirlwind of you know shows being canceled or uh, moved or uh, you know picked up. My emotions <laughs> last week. That's all it was. Uh, but specifically, talk. we already knew for CW that all the CW shows that we usually talk about were already picked up. And that was like months ago that they, they had said that. But um, Right. 
for uh, <laughs> other shows like Gotham and Marvel's Agents of Shield, especially Agents of Shield, they they had been very uh, silent on what was going on for that show. And I can't wait to talk about these two episodes with you, seeing as how now you have finally watched. Uh, Infinity War, thank you. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> uh, I think there's some interesting stuff going on there with the with two worlds, you know, crossing. Um, yeah. But uh, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they, ABC has finally said they have picked it up for season six. However, it's only going to be 13 episodes as opposed to the normal 23? 22. 22, okay. Um. I don't know. I think uh, your theory is still right about the show, about it being picked up by the uh, Disney streaming service. So maybe that's why they're cutting that season short. I could see that. Or budget. I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't know where... Well, I mean, yeah, that show is pretty expensive. So maybe whatever money they sa- save on the back end of a, a full season, they could put into more, like, better stuff in the first in the, those 13 episodes, which is fine, you know. We get 13 episodes of, like, Daredevil and, uh, you know, Luke Cage and all those other shows. So 13 episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. might be good. Like, you might be able to just do really solid stories throughout those 13 episodes. Right. Preacher is another show that only gets about 13, 14 episodes as well. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So uh, maybe 13 episodes would be great for it. I mean, that would suck because it just means there's going to be a longer period of time before we get back to the next season of S.H.I.E.L.D., but... Uh, we have to find out what, if we're actually going to get a, a season seven after that. So, uh, yeah, when we get, when we get around to talking to Agents of Shield for these past two weeks, uh, I, I'm I'm interested in what you have to say about it. Yeah, and I'm always interested to you know hear what you have to say about it as well. <laughs> Gotham, for its fifth season, is also only getting thir- uh, thirteen episodes. Yes, so. Uh, that was also announced with, uh, you know, around the same time as the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Now, um, I would say that those 13 episodes are specifically because of the these past two episodes and probably the season finale that's going to come out this week of Gotham. Like, I know you haven't watched those, uh, those two episodes of Gotham yet, but I would say it's probably been the most exciting that this show has been in a ever (laughs) (laughs) damn okay i mean so i just gonna go ahead oh i was just gonna say i know that a lot of people say that they only watch the show on the jerome episodes and i think that's very prominent in these last two uh, last three of the season okay awesome i mean i look forward to those episodes as well they're always the the best ones um i was just gonna ask you do you think that there's gonna be because the detail on the article did say that uh, the next season was just going to follow the rest of the footsteps of Bruce becoming Batman. So do you think there's going to be a time jump? Well, uh, looking at what I I saw as the promo for this week's episode, I don't know. I don't know if there might be a time jump and they'll just have to, they'll do like a, uh, this is how we got to this point. Like, you know, a lot of flashbacks and stuff, but I think there's going to be a lot to deal with from what, you see happen in this uh, season finale episode. Okay. All right. Uh, And then the last thing is that DC universe, which is the DC streaming service. uh, They announced that they are going to be doing 13 episodes of a doom patrol live action series, which will come straight out of the Titans live action series that they're already doing. 
because we know that there's going to be one episode called Doom Patrol. So the same actors that they're using to play uh, Robot Man, Negative Man, uh, Elastigirl, Crazy Jane, and Dr. Niles Calder, the Chief, will all be returning as uh, their their perspective characters into a series of their own. I know we haven't actually seen the episode yet or seen any episodes of Titans, but how do you feel about a Doom Patrol show? Um, I have faith in it. I mean, especially since uh, Berlanti and Jeff Johns are going to be the showrunners for this, so they know their stuff. Well, Jeff Johns definitely knows his Doom Patrol, and he's a huge fan of them. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that... I, I think that Doom Patrol, as of recently, has gotten really big because of the, uh, what is that, human-animal series that they have over at DC, or, it's, what is it, do you know what it's called? It's called something animal. No. Or, but it's like the, it's kind of like Vertigo uh, comics, it's like an imprint comic that, that exists in DC, but not really. Um, okay. Yeah, and uh, Gerard Way. The, the singer is like the the runner the show runner over there for that imprint I don't know the best way to I, editor I don't know uh, but yeah they, they they Doom Patrol is a huge hit over there with that and because uh, I, I can't really think of the last time Doom Patrol was really big uh, I know they weren't they didn't get big in New Fifty Two like they wanted them to but I think probably before that there was a there was probably one writer that did a really good job with them and I can't think of who it is. It, Maybe it was like uh, Neil Gaiman or Alan Moore or something. Gaiman sounds about right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he probably would be really good for Doom Patrol. So, uh, I mean, I I have high hopes for Titans, so I would have to assume that a Doom Patrol show would probably be pretty cool, too. Yeah, and then um, since we're not getting Cyborg in Teen Titans, we're definitely getting Cyborg in uh, Doom Patrol. Yeah, the article says... um, the picking up after the events of fellow DC Universe series Titans, Doom Patrol will find these reluctant heroes in a place they never expected to be, called to action by none other than Cyborg, who comes to them with a mission hard to refuse, but with a warning that is hard to ignore. Their lives will never ever be the same. Um, I think that they're playing up the whole Cyborg is part of the Justice League, and he's going to call on Doom Patrol to do some kind of weird, strange mission that you know the maybe the Justice League can't do themselves or. Uh, just the Justice League can't be bothered with. Yeah. Um, biggest question is, uh, who are they going to cast as Cyborg? Ooh, that is a good question. Do you go with a new actor, or do you go and get Ray Fisher from the DCFU or DCEU? I mean, I don't think that Warner Brothers would want, you know, Ray Fisher to be, you know, used on a tv show because i would definitely tie in you know tv shows to the movies and they've already said that it's a you know big multiverse yeah you're right you're absolutely right um so i guess if we have to go with someone else uh, you know (laughs) you know who i i would like to see as as cyborg and he just might be a little too old but they 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 might do it because he's it's a bit part but tay diggs i think tay diggs would make a good cyborg That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Even though, uh, yeah, I, I could see it. <sighs> I just don't know who I could, you know, pick for that. Um, especially around what age they're going to go with that cyborg guy. I just yeah. down to blank. That would that that's the that's the thing is you got to figure out who what age they're going to go with. You know, I guess the only way it would work, 
uh, for Ray Fisher to come back is if um, he was fully CG and they only had, you know, he only did the voice for it because he voiced for him in one in a Flashpoint Paradox. Oh, he did. That's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I I I could get behind that. I mean, that's the only way I see him coming back. Um, you know, Kari uh, Kari Payton just sounds way too kiddish. <laughs> for him to do it and he's too old to be on screen to do it i mean i I guess that also depends on how they're gonna they're gonna depict cyborg like is they gonna have the actor actually walk out and talk to them is he just gonna show up on screen like in an email or video or something like saying hey doom patrol we need your help kind of thing oh that's true i didn't even think about it that way yeah so uh all right so we don't i'm not gonna talk too much uh articles because we got a lot of tv shows to cover uh let's get right into it supergirl uh, two episodes of that. We have Of Two Minds and... Oh, shoot. Wrong button. Uh, of Two Minds and Trinity. Now, um, we're, we're, we're in the thick of things with the, the world killers here. We're, we're, we're figuring out who uh, the third world killer is, and it's Pestilence, or in the future she'll be called Blight. Um ends up being the doctor, the doctor that everybody that is trying to is supposed to be treating everybody for the disease that she's calling or causing the mean doctor, the mean doctor as as uh, when when would say, yeah, <laughs> uh, what, what, what'd you think of this episode? What'd you think of, of them once again, uh, showing us the, this, this new world killer? Um, I definitely did like this one better than, uh, the second episode. Um, I, I mean, and I definitely love Brainiac. So him being, you know, so big in this episode too, I was like, yes, I was like, we need more of that. What did you think of them, uh, you know, giving him an image inducer so that he'd look human? That's actually pretty cool. And it probably saves the company a lot of money too. (laughs) It probably, it probably does. And you know, it might even like, it might be a little bit of a, Hey, we know he's not green, so let's go ahead and fix that by making him look human. Yeah. Um, it's pretty funny how Wynn was the only one that picked up on it. He's like, oh, you're using an image inducer. Cool. Can I borrow it for Halloween? <laughs> I mean, I would love to borrow it for Halloween and make, or even for conventions and make, you know, doing cosplay a lot easier. Yeah. Most definitely. <laughs> um, um, the only thing I did, I will say, is um, the. What really bugged me about this episode was just the constant back and forth. Like, no, we don't kill. Yeah, I don't kill either, but I have to kill. You don't understand. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, them trying to convince Imra that it's a good idea to kill, or not a good idea to kill um, Pestilence. It's like, I don't know. She's kind of doing it for the good for good good reasons, <laughs> and you already know that that. The doctor is dead. Like the actual girl, the you know the 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 lady is dead. Grace Parker. She you know there's no bringing her back. So I don't no know. No matter how hard you try. Yeah, exactly. It, it it was just a lost cause for me. Yeah. So I definitely agreed with him. I was like, yeah, killer, killer. <laughs> um, why didn't I mean it didn't work though, right? The Emra's plan, right? Because uh, Purity showed up just in time to save her. Oh yeah, to blast her, her away. away. 
Yep. Um, and then in the next episode, I think the big thing to talk about there is the fact that, you know, both Pestilence dies and Purity dies. Purity dies trying to defeat uh, Rain, uh, but then it, for whatever reason, Rain ends up absorbing the powers of the other two. Because there can only be one. That was, was a Highlander moment. That was a very much a Highlander moment. I was like, what is going on here? That was so weird. Yeah, that makes sense to me either how she would absor- absorb their powers or their energy or life force. But I was like, okay. And then if, if, if that was going to happen, why didn't you just let that happen before? Like, why would you want to keep the other two around when you can just absorb all the power for yourself? That's true. Uh, the definitely the witch is going to told her like, oh hey, you know, if you kill both of them, you'll be stronger. Or if you, you know, do yeah, that now. yeah, exactly. It's, it seemed like there was a <laughs> that was a, a terrible p- part on the witch's part to not tell her that's what was going to happen. But I mean, obviously, they wanted to show that you know the the girls are still redeemable and whatnot. So that was the biggest thing. Uh, I don't Since, know. That purity, you know, was redeemable, I guess. Pu- yeah, purity was redeemable. So she is Black Canary or Black Siren? I mean, essentially, she, yeah, she's an alien version of Black Canary. You- the, the screeches were even the same, too. Oh, yeah, they used the exact same graphics to do it and the same same sound effects. So, I mean, they're, they're, they're not going to spend any extra money that they don't have to. <laughs> Right. Uh, I mean, the other big reveal, and I mean, what what did you think of it or make make of it when you know Lena's like, "Hey, I got one more confession. I know how to make kryptonite." Yeah, that she's she's synthesizing kryptonite herself. Um, once again, I don't know like what they're trying to do here because w- since they introduced Lena, they've been doing this whole well, she's a Luther, but no, she's my friend, but she's a Luther, like. We need to either pick one and go with it and stop doing this flip flop shit for the rest of this, you know, the rest of the time she's going to be on the show. Right. And I just think that she's so pop- popular amongst everybody that if they were to turn her evil, you know, yeah, it probably, it'd be bad on the show. Yeah, it probably wouldn't be a good idea. But I, I, I don't care. Go with it. Don't go with it. Just, but I agree with you. Just stick to one. Yeah, just stick to one. Um, uh, there was uh, something else that I was going to bring up. Oh, the fact that this is only episode 17 and there's going to be 23 episodes. I mean, it seems like we should be, the next episode should be the finale. Right. Especially the way this episode ended and they set it up. Yeah. I mean, where, what are they going to do? What what else is left? Uh, Reign of the Supergirls? <laughs> I mean, maybe I guess. I mean, let's we'll see. This the this last episode was Trinity. The next episode is Shelter from the Storm. Then the Fanatical, Dark Side of the Moon. Then episode twenty one, twenty two, then twenty three. So they don't have titles up on IMDb for those ones yet. But uh, I, I don't know. That seems it seems like you should have had the three World Killers around for a lot longer. Then if you're still gonna, you still have that many more episodes left. Yeah. Um, and actually, uh, when I was in uh, Texas, I had a I had a talk with um, a comic book dude because he's actually a big fan of the CW shows as well. Um, you know, he said that Superman is a bad cousin. He's like, how come Superman isn't involved and isn't helping out, especially if you know your cousin just got the shit beat out of her and got put into a coma? It, it, good, good question. 
Like, it, you really feel like you should you should be on top of that, Clark. You need to be over there helping her out. But uh, maybe he's stuck in the Phantom Zone or something. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, something could be going on in Crypt- the Krypton show or he's involved. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? I, you know, I don't, I don't think the... I don't know. Is the Krypton show done by Berlanti also? I don't know. That's a good question. Huh. I'll look it up. Uh uh, okay, while you look that up, we're going to go ahead and move over to The Flash. We have two episodes there. Therefore, she is and uh, Harry and the Harrisons. You know, I really love all the episodes where they bring in all the Harrys, but this one was just, eh. Yeah, you know, we didn't really do much with the Council of Harrys. So, it, it, yeah, it was pretty much a moot point. You didn't really need it. They they were basically his psychiatrist telling him to be like, yeah, you know, put yourself in uh, his shoes. <laughs> so the big things that come out of these two episodes, one of them, uh, the therefore she is, we have the breakup of Vibe and Gypsy. Yeah, that was kind of sad. Yeah, it was unfortunate. Um, but, I mean, talk about long-distance relationships, right? That's pretty much an Even ultimate though- one. Right, but even though they could just easily vibe, you know, to each other's universe, doesn't seem like it takes that much. No, it shouldn't. But then you just you get it. It just becomes another obstacle. I would assume it's like, oh well, I have to go to another universe to see him, even though it's not that hard for her or for him to do. Yeah, even though Cisco's like, oh, ever since her dad retired, she's doing double the work. Right. Uh, also. We know a little bit more about the mystery girl. She is a speedster. Yep. Uh, after the end credit scene, we see her, you know, was on by. Yeah. Um, pink lightning? Pink lightning, which is okay. Sure, why not? Uh, once again, it puts it out there of who she could be. And uh, she obviously, she what? She gave a gift to to Iris? Yeah, she dropped off diapers and something else. Diapers? Oh, is it for Cecile? Yeah. Okay. So that's what I was thinking. Is it possible that she's the baby inside Cecile? You think so? I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I really don't know anymore. Like, cause they've, cause you know, they came out and said that no one has really hit it on the head of who she is. And the fact that she came up to give diapers to the, for the baby and, you know, being concerned for the baby. Like it just made me think that, Oh, maybe she's the baby. I mean, could be. So that would, I mean, that would make her, that would make her uh, Iris's niece. Sister. No sister. Oh, yeah. yeah. Niece. No, no, no. Yes. You're right. Sister. Yeah. Stepsister. Oh wait, no. Half sister. Half sister. Yeah. Half sister. So Holy then shit. it's Barry's half sister-in-law. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I mean, know. But I mean, she she had the creepy dialogue at at the wedding though. She had the creepy dialogue, and then she also has the weird dialogue at the coffee shop. Yeah, but the coffee shop shows just more like keeping tabs on uh, on Harry and on Caitlin. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's just more mystery to throw to her character, I guess. 
throw us all off. But you're probably right, though. They're probably combining two two characters into one like they always do. So you're probably right. <laughs> Uh, also, you know, we see the, the rift between the mechanic and the thinker happening more and more. We also got flashbacks of the thinker and, and the, you know, the mechanic, how they got their how they started their relationship. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, she had an accident in wherever, whatever country she was in. And then, uh, he came to the rescue and she's like, no, you're right. Humans are selfish. Let's, uh. <laughs> Let's see, you know, not eliminate them, but, you know, let's take control of them. I, you know, I was kind of thinking is that because the thinker, when he's he's the professor at the college and he's having the debate with um, Marlies, Marlies, yeah, you know, some of the stuff that he's talking about. And then eventually when you see his uh, journal that she gets upset about, that's a lot of the same as the Thanos stuff, you know, <laughs> from Infinity War. <laughs> So yeah. I feel like they were trying to trying to beat uh, Marvel again, but they didn't plan for <laughs> the movie to come out so soon, or or whatnot. But I mean, so, the one that the one that usually does that though is uh, Legends of Tomorrow. That's true. That that is true. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It, uh, it it it's all very similar. Yeah. Um, sh- other than that, I don't think anything else happened, right? I don't really remember too much from either episodes that's worth talking about. Um, did they? Um, did, I get. Did the Flash get some type of new information? Oh, I mean, Cecile is able to work with Harry to try and get his memory or get his ideas before they vanish inside of his head. So that's interesting. Yeah. Um. I mean, is there any way that they can use some of her powers to bring back Harry's powers? I don't think that. I, I mean, don't not think, powers, but mine. Yeah, I don't think that would work out that way. But who knows? It's it's fucking Flash. Anything's possible. <laughs> uh, they brought back Amunet to. Uh, th- they thought maybe there'd be a way to stop um, Devo's satellites by using her organic powers. Because anything they shoot into the into the air to take out um, the satellite, if it's computer based, then Kilgore the Kilgore powers will take it down. Right, um, but definitely she's like, no, nah, thanks for helping me out. Here's a little ball, use it. Pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of uh, what's her name, um, Caitlin, trying to get her powers back? Super, super desperate. <laughs> I also think it's weird because for, what, three seasons we sat there and had to listen to her th- talk about wanting to get her powers taken away, and then finally they're, they're gone, and now she's trying to get them back? Yeah, a lot of flippy-flopping. Like, um, like, the whole thing I mean, is that she misses Killer Frost. Yeah, and like, oh, we're barely getting along now. <laughs> like, it's so, I don't know, it's, I think that was, that's a part of the storyline that just needs to be dropped. It probably won't though. No, it probably won't. It's just it, it will probably it will probably go on. She'll get her powers back at the very last moment, and it will be worth it. And you know whatever she has she'll to sacrifice, yeah, she'll save the day. Like I don't, I don't get what what it is that they're saying. Like they, I, I don't know. Did uh, what's this? When he said melt, we assume that she he took her powers away, but he didn't because they're still down there somewhere. Yeah, 
um, the chromosomes or whatever it was, you know, they're still there. They're, they just haven't brought been activated or brought back to life. So I don't know. Weird episode. Yep. Weird storyline. Not worth it. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to talk about, Flash? We'll move on to Arrow. We can move on to Arrow. Arrow. Episode docket number 11, 194173. Hale is a lawyer. And the ties that bind. Yeah, isn't that kind of funny that we see the same actors pop up in these shows? Because you got, uh, what is it, Morgan Edge on Supergirl is also... Um, oh, that's right. That's he's Talbot. Talbot on street on Agents of Shield, and then you have uh, General Hale from Agents of Shield show up as a district attorney or a U.S. attorney or whatever the hell she is in um, the most Air- ruthless attorney. Yeah, in Arrow, and then you you know we also got our uh, our DEO agent who's also a Shield agent who's also a Riverside <laughs> uh, or Oceanside. Um, Resident is the human target in everything for that actor. The actor is also that actor, the the guy who plays Chase, Christopher Chase, the human target. Yeah. He's also in Jessica Jones. He's the one that plays F- Frank um, Sampson Simpson. But oh, well, they Jesus don't Christ. they don't call him Frank in that. They call him uh, they call him something else because he's not allowed to have the name Frank because we only have one Frank in the. Netflix Marvel Universe, and that's Frank Castle. <laughs> oh, but he's Nuke. Okay. The The character is, is is known as Nuke in the comic books. Oh, shit. Wow. Yeah. So what did you... Holy crap. What did you think of, of them bringing in Christopher Chase to act as Tommy... Um, or, I'm sorry, Christopher Chance, not Christopher Chase, to, to work as uh, Tommy Merlin? That was awesome. I mean, that's kind of... I don't know. That seemed weird because that means you brought in the actor, uh, Colin Don- Donnell, to play Tommy Merlin for like a couple se- seconds, a couple minutes, and then uh, he's not even actually there. It's it's someone else playing him. But I mean, in in the story, yeah. So that I don't know. That was funny. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, just to like, oh yeah, you know, you thought I died, but I faked my own death. So yeah, I'm here now. I mean, uh, then the whole, what did you think of the fact? Because eventually when they're gonna, the jury comes back with a guilty, um, verdict, you know, they figured out that the, the jury is probably still being blackmailed by Ricardo Diaz also. It's the judge that overturns it and says, you know, this is uh, not possible because, you know, there's enough, there's obviously enough uh, reasonable doubt to make it so that you shouldn't have gotten a guilty verdict. So I overturn it. And then you find out that that's actually Christopher Chance also. And uh, if that's Christopher, (laughs) then I think at the end of that episode or the next, beginning of the next episode, Ricardo Diaz kills the actual judge. Yep. So uh, so pretty much, um, if you're under Diaz's payroll, you know we don't give a shit about what happens out, you know, next. Yeah, but we do we know if he's under his payroll or if he was being blackmailed because that's the two things that he does. Well, okay. yeah, that's true. I want to say he's probably under his payroll. Yeah, I mean, if he's under his payroll, then yeah, I'm not. I don't. 
I don't care if uh, he got killed then, but yeah, if he was being blackmailed, then that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't deserve that. Um, um, and I love the whole. We're probably going to see the same actor, uh, Christopher Chance or Chase, next season because he's like, "Oh, don't bother me for for another year." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely what it seemed like that, the, that they were going for. Um. Shit. Um. Do you? I don't. I really don't know if uh, this is you know Ollie's most formidable foe. How you know articles have been saying and whatnot. I don't. You know. I just don't see the. I. I just don't like. I guess I just don't like Diaz. I. I think Prometheus was a better foe for him. Yeah. Better. Basically. He he was basically like an evil Ollie if you know you don't throw it out that way. Yeah, fair and enough. Equally matched and stuff, but um, oh, I'm kind of glad that this uh, Ricardo Diaz stuff is uh, going to happen. Um, I don't know. I hate to say it, but I think uh, Anatoly's probably going to die at the season finale too. Probably, I could see that happening. Like he's throwing off enough, uh, you know side looks at Anatoly that he's gonna he's gonna end up killing him Rafa. it's also funny yeah. that uh you know Diaz works he uh, his big thing was that he wanted to be a part of the quadrant and now he's killed two members of the quadrant yep so it's no longer the quadrant it's it's the <laughs> triumphant and, and then you know he's probably gonna end up killing off the other two people and he's gonna think he's gonna take over you know the whole thing himself and yeah, that's probably not going to work out too well. No. Uh, I honestly don't know what's going to happen next. Um, I I want to say one of the things that I loved, and I came to the notice this when uh, they were, I think, was it a hospital that they were in? When uh, Diggle and, yes. and um, uh, Lila were fighting together and... You know, he comes up behind her and he like he shoots a person. He says, "Got uh, you know, I got your back." And she's like, "I I didn't need your help or whatever." And they yep. then mirror that later on when she saves him. Uh, you know, to me, and I I tweeted this when I was watching the episode. To me, they are the quintessential Oliver Queen and uh, Dinah Lance from the comic books. They are pulling off the the role that. Uh, isn't being shown with the green, the TV shows Green Arrow and Black Canary because you know that's not the way that the those characters are di- are displayed in this show or portrayed in this show. Uh, obviously, the the Green Arrow that we have in this show is a much darker and more Batman esque, and then the Black Canary that we have in the show is the fourth one to ha- to call be called Black Canary, and she's not even in love with uh, Oliver, so. Nope. Yeah, so, you know, we have, essentially, I kind of, coming to that realization, it made me feel so much better that the the relationship, the loving relationship that is also playful and dangerous and, you know, uh, just all kinds of things that you, you see from the comic books with those two, that, that is Oliver and, and Dinah, is being represented just by two other characters. And I can live with that. I can. It helps me. It helps me live with the show a little bit more. Yeah. Um, how the hell did Diaz escape an explosion? <sighs> Movie, TV magic. That's how. <laughs> okay. Uh, that makes it all better. Yeah. Got exactly. 
So, uh, what was a? I think uh, something happened. Well, he, he's he, so he's been found innocent. Do you think that he goes back to being the mayor now? I don't know. He was saying like, "Oh, one of the things about being impeached is like I don't have to go back to work," and that was after he was found innocent. I mean, yeah, if you're impeached, I guess you don't have to. You don't end up being, the, you know, whatever position it is anymore. I, I don't know. Maybe I, I don't exactly know how impeachments work. I guess. I don't know either, but uh, maybe he will go back to mayor since um, Paul Blackthorn said that he's not going to be in the next season. So that means he's probably going to die in the season finale. Ah, uh, you know, I don't know if that means he's going to die. I think this the shows they tend not to kill off people too often. I mean, look look at the person that they did kill off. They killed off Laurel Lance and then brought her right back next season with a, a doppelganger. That's true. Why is it that the this Laura, the Black Siren Laurel Lance? Why doesn't she just want to go back home? Oh well, yeah. Why doesn't she I just want? Know. Why doesn't she want to go back to her Earth, Earth too? Because all her friends are dead there too. Are they? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We don't know. We don't know anything. Why does she stick around here? I mean, maybe she doesn't have a way of getting back home. I, I even though that'd be an easy call, be like, hey, Flash. Or hey Cisco. Yeah, just vibe me over. Just get, let me go home. Yeah, maybe she's evil in that, and obviously she's a villain. Maybe she's hunted as well there. So maybe that's what she does. Over yeah, but it's obviously a lot, a lot of problems for her over here. <laughs> it's just not like she's, you know, having a good time over here. Well, once Diaz dies, you know, her problems will go away. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> She's obviously going to have the whole arrow team on on her on her tail. That's true. What do you think? You know, this episode they ended up getting like the the team arrow back together, though not officially. But you know, everybody was kind of working together in the the new bunker. The I guess the team arrow adjacent bunker. <laughs> I had a feeling it was going to happen that they weren't going to be split up for too too long. I mean, you saw the 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 actual arrow bunker being destroyed by Diaz, uh, or at least Diaz's yeah. men, and then eventually their bunker gets destroyed because they blow it up. So where are they going to go now? Are they going to get their own quiver? <laughs> Argus. Argus. Oh, that's a good that's a good place to go. I mean, they, they should be using more of Argus's resources, I would think. That's true, especially, you know, since Diggle is married to the director of Argus. And he's also a high-ranking member of Argus now. Yeah. So Yeah, they should be using that more often. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's, that's just kind of weird altogether, like usual. Yeah. Uh, anything else well, you want? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Okay, yeah. Um, the last point I was going to bring up, it's um, Ollie goes to the FBI. Yeah. The end credits. Uh, yeah, that's true. He did because he wants to take out Diaz so bad that he admits to the FBI agent that he is the Green Arrow. What does that even mean? Well, I mean, I guess technically he can't be in trouble again because it'd be double jeopardy since he's already been found uh, innocent or not guilty, I should say. Okay. Uh, maybe. I don't really know how the law works and especially not fake <laughs> law on TV, so... Who knows? But yeah, uh, I guess if you can get the whole FBI behind you, more power to you to take out the bad guy. 
Yeah, and she basically just wanted to say, okay, let me hear the... Oh, yeah, they never said what the second thing was. Yeah, they didn't. Now, I guess that's going to be the, what happens in the next thing, so... Yeah, had to be a cliffhanger like that. Why? <laughs> because everybody likes a cliffhanger. Oh, Not me. No? Just not a fan? No. <laughs> uh, not all the time. Uh, all right, let's let's go ahead and go over to Krypton, where Brainiac has infected the 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 voice of Rao, and uh, essentially brainwashing people into doing his bidding, so that he can eventually uh, bottle up Kandor and destroy Krypton. Yay! I mean, boo! <laughs> Yay! You know. I guess with the one of the episodes, I don't remember which one. So Transformation and uh, Savage Night. I'm, I'm guessing it was the Savage Night episode where we saw a lot of the flashbacks with um, Adam Strange. My theory yeah. of Adam Strange actually being Booster Gold is kind of um, uh, for not or disproven because uh, the, per- the voices that he's talking to, he says the names, and those are the names from the Adam Strange you know, books of Atlanta and, or Alana and Sardok or something like that. So, okay. Uh, yeah, that's there. There goes that theory. I'm sorry, Mitch. It's okay. Um, we had more of Zod, like actual general Zod, you know, hanging out with his mother and now grandmother and, you know, saying, Hey, look, grandma, you did the right thing because if you didn't save her, that means I didn't get born. So, Thanks. Yay. <laughs> um, yeah, and then uh, we saw a lot more of uh, Nissa and how she was brought up and, uh, you know, Nissa's uh, relationship with her dad, yeah, uh, Daron. Who, who went and fucking, you know, was about to kill her. Like, straight up murder her because Brainiac told him to, to save his own yep, life. Uh, yep. It's just crazy, too, how he's like, you know, I really, really tried, and Brainiac's like, oh, I know. And if you didn't try, I was going to kill you. But I know that you tried, so you got to live. I know that you tried, so that's good. Um, Yeah, I was just like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They talked more about Brainiac, or not Brainiac, uh, Doomsday, and, you know, whether or not to use that. Uh, Adam Strange was able to trick seg l's grandfather so val l and or at least not the not the actual grandfather but the program that looks like his grandfather um into helping him fix the zeta beam device and uh then he said oh well now i know what i need to do and he erased all of the the conversation because he apparently knows how to use that computer really well but he, yeah. but he couldn't figure out how to <laughs> fix the fix the Zeta box himself. So that was weird. Plot point. <laughs> oh god, we got a fucking suicide bomber. Yeah, you got a suicide bomber. You got um a cult yeah, you know, you have cults, you have uh little discs on their heads to make them be compliant, you know, uh Everything you know going this, the red shard, yeah, the red shard. Uh, this, what do you think of the show so far? I mean, we're into episode eight of I think ten, so that means we're coming up on the the season Damn. finale already, pretty soon. 
Yeah. Yeah, um, definitely after the third episode of Picked Up, and it actually has been a really great show to watch. And now it got it has all that uh, Game of Thrones elements with uh, everybody betraying, people dying left and right, <laughs> and uh, crazy love triangles. You know, that's so funny is that I thought the same thing with the whole Game of Thrones reference. Like, I was like, this definitely is kind of a, a toned down Game of Thrones, like the way that it's so political and everybody's backstabbing each other and then yeah the 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 love triangles in this like don't really upset me as much as they do in the cw shows for whatever reason like the whole vex uh zod l love triangle and then zod l uh m because that one dude's name is dave m or something like that yeah dev m you know even though he gets his arm blasted off but he comes back to life and they they heal him and now he doesn't have he's missing an arm and Oh my goodness! It's all it's all yeah. pretty extravagant. Uh, I just kind of felt bad for for Nissa though, like throughout the whole time that you know he was having conversations with uh, the Zod, and yeah, kind of just felt bad for her the whole time. She like <laughs> knew she was a side the side girl. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I did kind of feel bad for her too, but and, and she, then she was like, "Oh, yeah, you can go ahead and kill my father. That's fine." Yep. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, then they think they won by killing uh, Brainiac by tossing him down into the fucking bottomless pit, I guess, of what of the chamber, the birthing chambers. But or yeah. I guess there is a bottom. That's why they think he died because he would have hit the bottom, but it would have been really far down. But he shows back up, and is he inside the little girl now, Ona? Um, I don't think so because because uh, uh, Ona blew up and you know there's no Ona left, so I don't think so. I think he just uh, you know, took brainwashed her, took control of her somehow. And where do you think um, Adam Strange took the explosion? Oh, that's a good question. Because I mean, that's what he did. He ended up saving Seg by absorbing the explosion in the Zeta Beam and then I would assume taking him back to that that one white room, white tunnel room? That could be a thing. Yeah, yeah. it could be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, uh, hopefully it will, it will show up in the next next episode or the the following episodes. Like, like I said, we only have episode 9 and 10 left um, called, let's see, Hope and then uh, The Phantom Zone. Oh, which they called they yeah. What's his face? I think Zod informed them about the Phantom Zone. So yeah, he did. Yeah, so they didn't know about it yet. So maybe someone is going to invent it or create it or find it in the next couple episodes. And we know Hope is supposed to be what the you know the the crest of L stands for. So there's that. Yeah, um, but I don't know how long this show is gonna last. You know, it's uh, it got pretty fast, so I want to say this is probably gonna be like a three, maybe four season show. Uh, I mean, if they they definitely if they want to keep their audience, they're definitely gonna have to keep up this pace because yeah, a lot of shit happens in these ten episodes. So uh, <laughs> the next two seasons would have to be pretty pretty spot on in the same way. We'll, we'll have to see. Maybe yeah. maybe they'll do some time jumps or something like that. Yeah, because we all know that you know Brainiac isn't gonna have his way. Yeah. 
I mean, he is going to have his way. Sorry. I mean, eventually. No, see, you could. Uh, I, you know, I guess that's true. Like, I mean, Adam Strange needs the 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 events of all this to happen the right way, so that you know Earth can eventually get Superman. But do they need to have Candor be taken? I mean, essentially, all you need is the planet to blow up so that Kal-El sends his son away. Yeah. But, I mean, at least with if Brainiac takes Kandor, that's some of the Kryptonians are being saved, right? As opposed to none. Right. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very, you know, interesting... Uh, what's the word? Um, foil to put into the, the story, like... We want them to save everybody, but then we want them not to save everybody because if you save everybody, then thus Superman doesn't get created. Right. So I don't know who to root for in the show. <laughs> uh, you know not to root for Doomsday. That's the one person you don't root for. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right. Anything else you wanted to say about Krypton? No. Uh, let's talk about Agents of Shield. I'm so excited about this show. I, you know, I, I don't know how, you know, what I'm going to do when when this show is not on the air. Uh, so let me, let's just talk about the little bit of tie-in to Infinity War. So in uh, the one with, with the one who will save us all, I think is, is that the one where we where we saw her get the centipede um, serum. Or was that the one before that? Yeah. No, I think it was that one. Okay, so she gets a centipede serum from the Candyman, or whatever his name was. he was. And uh, <laughs> he says, hey, have you seen this, what's going on uh, in New York? She says, I don't follow the news. And uh, yep, they're referencing Infinity War. There. Exactly. So I would assume that means that they're referencing the very beginning of the movie when, uh, you know... Ebony Ma and Glaive, I think, show up in New York and fight Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, Wong, and Iron Man, and then Bruce Banner because yeah. he can't Hulk out. Um, I, that has to be what that's referencing to, right? I, I would think so, yeah. Because in the next like episode, when we see uh, uh, Graviton's wife... Um, Talbot's wife watching the news like they're watching the aftermath of the destruction of what happened in New York on that day yeah so I would assume in the next episode the one that we're not going to talk about because we have it hasn't come out yet is which is I believe titled the end uh, we will see it will, it will match up with the end of Infinity War and you know what happens there for those who haven't watched it yet. But I doubt that's true because it seems like everybody's probably watched it by this point, right? So we're gonna, yeah. So we're gonna see some of the cast members, uh, you know, turn into Ash. I would have to assume so, right? Because if it's if it's everywhere, if it's all the different, uh, I mean, if it exists in the MCU, then they consist of the, half of their people are gonna have to disappear too. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be heartbreaking, too, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I, the Confederacy... Oh, they name-dropped they name uh, Thanos 
Yeah, they did name drop Thanos, and Talbot is all about like, hey, get me to the Avengers and I'll help. I can help defeat Thanos. I'm all powerful, and he is fucking powerful. Uh, yeah, scary, very scary, very scary, powerful. <laughs> um, if you uh, it, Talbot, you know, uh, or no, I'm sorry, the Confederacy is is, is there. They're warning uh, about Thanos coming up or showing up. And they've been working with Hydra for a while. That means Hydra was actually trying to do good by preparing Earth for the coming of Thanos? They were doing good, but uh, the Confederacy, they weren't keeping their end of the bargain. No, I mean, essentially they weren't. And we see that the the Confederacy is made up of a bunch of different alien types. One of them happens to be uh, the father of Cassius, um... And then there's other aliens in there, and I thought that one of those aliens was a scroll, but you found out that it wasn't, right? Right, but he looks so much like a fucking scroll, though. Right? That's what I was saying. I mean, the cap, you know, that defines her weird widow's peak hair, but, um, I mean, he had the green, he had, like, the the spikes on the eyebrows, too, and, yeah... And they had um, dr- they like, had drawn in some like shadows or lines on his chin to kind of give you that idea of that r- that rigid chin, just like Thanos has. Right, but he is an Astron. Astron, yeah. I don't. I don't even know what that is. I, I think they just made it up for the show. Could be. Um, let's see. Six members of the of the confess- Confederacy. Um, Talbot goes uh, power hungry. Kills one of them. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I should take a spot. And not just kills him, absorbs him. Oh, that's right. Yep. Because that's like what his that's new thing. Too. His new thing is to absorb people more into his mind, which we already know Talbot was already crazy. And then you're throwing in the first two brain, the first two minds he threw in there were already arguing a whole bunch. Then he throws in this guy. And now, you know, who knows who else he's absorbed into his brain. And then he's also he absorbs got, the absorbing man. Yeah, the absorbing man into there, like that was nuts. I thought that he was going to turn the absorbing man into gravitonium and uh, like essentially give that to the the Confederacy because they's like, oh, we need more gravitonium. He's like, well, I know a good place where there's some, and he's just going to give them a, a big, you know, Carl Creel sized piece of gravitonium. But comes to find out. There's more gravitonium in the middle of the earth and he's going to try he's going to break it out and guess what that's probably the broken earth that we saw in the future. Yeah, the uh he's the one that shatters the world. Yeah. Uh I mean that's what it definitely looks like. However, we finally yeah. kind of get the the whole warning that future yo-yo was giving to current yo-yo. The whole you have to let Colson die. Colson die. Because we know if you don't yeah, well, now we know that the there's enough. There's only enough centipede serum to either kill Talbot or save Coulson. So, I, I guess in the original timeline, uh, they saved Coulson, and obviously the world paid paid the price for it. Yep. Uh, but they were on. Oh yeah, they were onto something that saying like, oh no, if we save Coulson, we can you know break the time loop and we'll be free of it but i get nope that's not true but see, what you just said yeah i think to break the time loop but you would it would be that you would have to kill talbot not not save colson yep oh man if he dies 
It's going to be so hard. I mean, how can this... I mean, can the show go on for 13 episodes if he dies? With Daisy being... Maybe that's what, what they're doing. Maybe yeah, they're going to test Daisy being the, the new leader, and that's why it's only 13 episodes. The new leader, S.H.I.E.L.D.? I mean... Yeah. I mean, we also have to take into account who's going dis- to who might end up disappearing at the end of the episode, at the end of the season. Right. And then, then you have to take into account when does the show come back? Does the show come back before we get to see Avengers 4? Or does it come back oh. after Avengers 4? Shit, you're right. Because, I mean, if they did it before, you know, half the team is going to be gone. That's going to be one depressing season. But if they wait until the movie comes out, then, you know, the team could be back. Yeah, and then that that also takes into account how long in between uh, Infinity War and Avengers 4 is there going to be a time, you know? Like, if it is it gonna, is it going to be a year? Is it going to be, like, a year between those two movies? Like, I know release date there's a year, but in the time in the in the show, is, there, is there, are they going to spend a couple years without Spider-Man and, uh, you know... Oh man, I'm just dropping all kinds of <laughs> spoilers. So I hope you watched it, uh, listener. But uh, yeah, you know, without Doctor Strange and Spider Man and Black Panther, is, is it going to be a, a, like a couple years or whatever between that or what? Ooh, I didn't even think about all that stuff. <laughs> maybe the I team. Don't know. I think I think might just go ahead. Oh, I was just to say maybe the team gets transported to someplace else before the, 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 the snap happens and you don't have to worry about it then because they're, they're in the past or they're on, in another dimension or they're, you know, something else completely. They're killing Cassius again. Yeah, they're, they're, you're in the future. They, they're on the other side of the snap. I don't know. That's yep. crazy. And especially, especially Coulson dying after we finally see him and Agent May kiss yeah it was such Make a out. such a sweet kiss behind the the holographic holographic shield too i know <laughs> so passionate oh, and you know what we didn't talk about the fact that how general hale died Ooh, that was pretty pretty brutal death too uh, yeah <laughs> he she tried to make him Don't comply again <laughs> oh yeah snap pretzel snap <laughs> Uh, do you think they, do you, uh, do you think Graviton could do anything against Thanos? Hell no. No? You don't think so? Do you think so? I don't know. I, I, I doubt it, but he's pretty powerful. I mean, he could, if he could straight up, you know, increase Thanos's gravity to the point that he's being crushed by his own weight that'd be kind of cool but i mean obviously he has the infinity stone so he he'd probably be able to negate it yeah exactly but he would also he would also be smart enough just to rip fucking Thanos's arm off instead of you know just trying to pull the gauntlet off that's true he would be like oh that's where you get your power from no yeah. your arm i think i'll take it yeah so who knows? I don't know. It's, I love this show, and I, I love the possibilities. I can't wait to see what happens in the last episode. I'm not ready. <laughs> uh, was there anything else that you wanted to say about the, the, the episode? I think that's pretty much it. Um, 
Then the last thing we have to talk about, we're going to talk about Fear the Walking Dead. We're skipping over Gotham this week. We're going to cover the last three episodes of the season for Gotham, which are all heavily Joker, or I'm sorry, quote-unquote Joker. They're Jerome and Jeremiah episodes. And, uh, yeah, they'll, we'll, we'll have to talk about what that means. All right. And then the going forward for, for that show. But uh, Fear of the Walking Dead, we have uh, Good Out Here and Laura, or Buried, I'm sorry. Um, I have to say, I love, I love the direction of, this, of the show this season. I, I really do. And they kind of pull the fast one on us. You see the death of Nick Clark, but since the show takes place in two different timelines, uh, he's still going to be around because he's in the past. Yeah. The only thing, okay, the only thing that's bugging me about the season so far is just that they're using that gray filter for for the present. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the only thing that's bugging me. It's obviously darker in the present because uh, we don't know. Madison's not around. We don't know if she got killed or not. What do you think of the vultures again? Like they, to me, <laughs> it's hard to hate them, but I really hate them just because they're annoying. <laughs> Like yeah. obviously they aren't doing anything. They're not. They're not uh, f- trying to kill anybody inside the stadium. They're not trying to sabotage what's going on in the stadium. They're literally just waiting until the people in the stadium die of their own accord. Die. Yeah, so that they can come pick off whatever it is that's left. Uh, they do. They did. They were yeah. sneaky enough to steal one of their radios so that they know exactly where. They're going and they beat them there and then steal the supplies before they can get them. But like, yeah. what is their, is that their whole business model? I mean, so to speak, is to just wait people out? That seems like a weird business model. I know. Maybe none of them, you know, consider themselves to be true assholes and they don't want to kill anybody. So that's why, you know, they're letting them die on their own or, and they don't want to kill anyone. And, uh, Madison is obviously very much, um, uh, you know, turned a, a new, I would say turned a new personality here at the stadium because she's offering them to, to come in and be, be a part of their community and stuff. And, you know, that's different from when we saw her on the ranch or, uh, at the, the dam. So, I mean, what do you, what do you take? The, I mean, we do, obviously we don't know what happened after the dam and to what we got here. And I don't know if we ever will, ever will, but something happened to her that she changed her personality. Yeah. Uh, maybe Nick talked to her and was like, no, you know, you should actually avoid conflict and you should be nice now. <laughs> I mean, obviously Nick also had a big change of heart because he, at first he didn't want to leave the stadium cause he was too afraid to leave. Uh, and then he was more, um, you know, he's more willing to be a lo- among the living as opposed to among the dead. Uh, yeah. Uh, it just, it's, it's so, he's really caring for the, the little girl that ended up betraying him anyways, and then ultimately killing him. Could you believe that? She shot him. I know. That was so heartbreaking. He's like, Charlie, and then just kills over. It seemed like, it also seemed like it took a really long time for him to turn. Yeah. Um, do you know the reason uh, why why he got killed off? No. There's a reason? Yeah. So the actor, uh, he's one of those, hey, you sound like you're from London. So he said he was homesick. 
um, and he wanted to go back home, so he asked the writers to kill him. But like I said, he's still part of the show because of the past. The, the parts of the show exist in the past. I'm pretty sure, yeah, but I'm pretty sure that after the, there's probably not going to be that many more flashbacks. You don't think so? Or maybe they already filmed all the flashbacks and he's pretty much, you know, all set and at home. Oh, I guess that's true. So, yeah, probably after when they come up to their mid-season hiatus, you know, there might not be any more flashback episodes. So, uh, yeah, the time the you know, the 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 past will catch up to where we started in the present. And there you go. He, he just won't be on the show anymore. That's I don't know. That seems like a weird thing because I think he's is he Lund- is he English or is he Australian? Yeah, he's a British. Uh, he's a British actor. Um, Australian is uh, Leisha. Oh yeah, that's right. So, hmm. Uh, what do you think of some of the new characters? John Dory, Althea, no- Naomi. Like, how do you feel about them and, and Mel to an extent? Like, Mel is fucking annoying, but he's supposed to be annoying. So, <laughs> there's that. Yeah. Um, I really want to see more of uh, Naomi's character. Um, I love Dory. Um, I'll probably get attached. So when he actually, you know, dies, I'll probably be really upset that he died. Um, what do you think about the reveal that, uh, uh, Naomi is the, is the Laura character that he's been looking for? Yeah, I don't know. They're, they're going to catch up to her. I hope, I think. Yeah. I mean, we don't know because they said they told her, they told John Dory that she's dead. So, he he just yeah. has he has the gun so i mean i don't know he he said that he knew or he he said that what it was that he was before the the apocalypse didn't he before everybody started turning into zombies he 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 said what he he had done or like what he did for a living or whatever and i can't remember what it is at the moment but um i think that's when i was yelling at the dogs and i might have missed that part <laughs> Uh, I, I just like I've said it before. I just love the fact that he the zombie apocalypse came and he's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna be a cowboy," and he became a cowboy. Yep, <laughs> damn good one too. And you know, I like Garrett Garrett Dillahunt. I just think he's a great actor. So, uh, Althea once again is just a terrible journalist. Like I hate the way that she films stuff. Uh, terrible journalist. Yeah, and then like she's so worried about all those tapes. She's she was worried that those tapes were uh, missing, or one of them was missing, or something stolen? like that. Maybe stolen. I guess. Yeah, is like the that was the biggest thing that she worried about. It was like I don't know. It seems like that shouldn't have been what you should have been worried about. I know. Um, how does one come across a SWAT truck? I, I mean, I, I would assume that. There was. It was probably just sitting out in the middle of the street, just like that tank was in the first season of of The Walking Dead. Oh, that's true. She just got lucky and it started, and she's like, "All right, I'm taking this." Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it probably had the keys sitting in there, but but then again, she had to. She either she did or she found it that way with the rigging of the machine gun in the thing, because I don't think that's part of a normal SWAT, co- you know, truck. Yeah, I don't think that's a normal thing either. <laughs> So that that's a uh, that's something else. We saw that Strand is still, you know, thinking about himself uh, more often than not because he had he was hoarding away supplies into a truck that he and his new maybe boyfriend could just take off in. Yep, and he admitted it, and he's like, you know, I was just thinking about myself, but that's what got my friend killed. And uh, yeah, so there you had. 
you had uh, Luciana say that, hey, uh, I shouldn't have opened up that book. You had Alicia say, uh, we, I should have never helped Naomi or something like that. And then yeah. uh, she said, and then Victor say, yeah, I should have never have came back. I should have just left that day. All these things led to uh, Nick's ultimate death and then maybe even Madison's death. Yeah. Um, so maybe Naomi's part of the, uh, the vultures and helping her was just the wrong thing. I, that's a possibility that she's a part of the vultures. I don't think she is, but that is a possibility. She was, she was a nurse. Um, so it's helping the f- the fact that she found medical supplies is a benefit, but yeah, yeah we'll have to see what, what that means. Uh, yeah. What was the thing that they're going to do? They're going to go find seed somewhere else. And they're going to move everybody from the stadium to wherever they find seed. Um, I thought they were just going to go hunt, um, hunt the vultures and take them out. And then that's where they're going to move to. No, that's, that's, I mean, that's what the, the, the current timeline, like Victor, Alicia and uh, Luciana want to do, they want to hunt down the vultures. But in the past, Nick wants to, he opened up that that atlas, and he wants to go to another area where they can start growing more, more stuff right. again. Yeah, that's what he wanted to do, so, and that's why they're like, "Nope, we never should have opened up that atlas." Yeah, or they should have opened it to a different page or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Let me. So, it, go ahead. If Madison is still alive, and um, you know, they give her the news that Nick died, what do you think her reaction is going to be? fuck who knows i mean she might end up going crazy again especially because we can tell that nick has always been the favorite for whatever reason even though he's the fuck up <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh yeah it, it would not be good but i'm i have to assume that she's she's got to be dead or she's being held hostage by the vultures Oh yeah, that could be another thing. Because that's what they they they're they're really upset. They they wanted to know from Althea where they she got the flag from. Right. Another thing too is um it's been confirmed that Ruben Blades, aka Daniel, is coming back. Um, do you think he's going to be in the flashbacks coming back, or do you think he's going to be in the present time coming back? It it's up in the air for me. I don't know. It could be either one. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna bet that it's going to be in the present time. Hell yeah. Do you think that... They they need someone tough. Yeah, no, they do. Um, I like that Morgan kind of has gone back to his, you know, peaceful ways. That's kind of cool. Um, yeah, but do you about th- time. Do you think Morgan <laughs> is eventually going to lead them back to Alexandria or, I guess, Hilltop? To cross over the shows? Yeah. Um, I could see the hat. I was trying to get away from Hilltop and Alexandria for, do you know, the reasons that he was just surrounded by death and was, you know, ultimately forced to kill people and watch people that he loved die. But maybe he'll find, you know, he'll find that, you know, there's a, there's a balance and stuff, you know, being out here on the road and being with these people. And he's like, well, the best thing to do is to help them kind of thing. Maybe. I could see that happening. Yeah. So before the hiatus, maybe we have he'll come back in the nick of time. Yeah, maybe. Go ahead. I was just saying before the uh, before the hiatus, we have another f- four episodes, uh, five episodes. Laura, just in case the wrong side of where you are now, no, and no one's gone. So uh, that's going to be airing on June tenth. So 
I, we have quite a bit of episodes left for the, this half of the season, and then, and then it returns, you know, probably back in the end of summer, like usual. What is there yeah, anything? It usually comes back July or August. Yeah, I think around August, just just in time to play out the last episodes before The Walking Dead comes back. What do you expect yeah, for the rest of this half of the season? Um, like I said, uh, I'm more interested in on uh, just wondering how they all survived the. Um, the dam explosion. So that's all I'm looking forward to is just finding that out. Do you think that we will, do you think Charlie's going to get killed? I hope so. Really? You you hope the little girl dies? Yeah. Deserves <laughs> it. I mean, it was a, it, it, it kind of was an interesting wrench to throw in there, I guess, to have her be the one that kills Nick. And obviously we we can't like her because I mean, she killed Nick. Yeah, um, I mean, who would, you know, fault a little girl or, like, who would suspect a little girl of doing something like that? So it's just crazy that she betrayed them, not once, but twice. But twice, yeah. So Or even it might be a third time. We don't know. We, we, don't, we don't know what happened in the in-between oh, time. True. So uh, Anything else you want to did, say did about... Did she seem older in the present time? No, it didn't seem like she was that much that older she... to me. Okay. It's, it seemed like she was the same same, same age. Uh, was there anything else you okay. want to say about Fear of the Walking Dead? No, that's it. All right. Uh, well, that's our shows for this week, guys. And again, guys and girls, listeners, there you go. Uh, if you have an opinion that you'd like us to know or you have more to add on, we'd love to hear it. I'm on Twitter as Mitchipedia G-E-R. Daniel is also on Twitter as? Super Commie Daniel. The rest of Geek Elite Radio is at Geek Elite Radio on Twitter, at Geek Elite Radio on Instagram, Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Radio is our Facebook page, and Geek Elite.com, I'm sorry, Geek Elite Radio.com is our website. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on the Geek Elite Radio Network. But until next time, this is Televised Heroics on the Geek Elite Radio Network saying, always remember to geek out. Geek out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.